listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is... Really? Every now and then, I think about a Saturday Night Live segment that would run during the weekend update news. In the segment called, Really? Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers would spin to face the camera in their wheelie chairs and examine some current outrageous current event, then throw up their hands, squint at the camera, and ask the one-word indictment, Really? It always made me laugh and made an effective critique of some powerful figure's currently ludicrous behavior. I realized that asking that question was part of my revision process, too. Revision sometimes requires taking our own lofty sense of ourselves down a peg. It requires a little double-take at the precious, dolled-up document we've created in a final short story. We have to look at the elaborate metaphor we've constructed, groaning under the weight of its own importance, or the character whose inexplicable behavior is defying reason just because we feel that a good short story has characters acting strangely, and ask with a good-natured squint, really? I'm not just talking about that often overused element in writing workshop discussions, believability. Arguments about believability can often tear down a great story or destroy a good workshop discussion. If one reader says, I just don't believe it would happen this way, or I don't believe she would do that in this situation, a story full of wonder and strangeness and awe can die. Believability is a limited and blunt dissection tool. But there are other things in a story to ask really about. Does the story really want to go in this direction, or am I shoehorning two things together that don't belong? Are my characters really three-dimensional here, or am I relying on some easy stereotypes for laughs, or just out of laziness? Really? I think so many stories' central flaws would benefit from their writers taking a hard look and asking themselves, really? It acts as a tempering force a clarifying, centralizing force, a way of stabilizing the story and keeping the focus on what you really want the story to be about. If you've started heaping on more and more and more scenarios and characters and problems, or if you've got three metaphors where one would do, or if you've got a paragraph at the end of the story explaining to the reader everything about why this story is such a clever story, A little really can help you see that a little can do a lot. This week's reading recommendation is The Third Rainbow Girl by Emma Copley Eisenberg. This is a story, a nonfiction account that might be classified as true crime, in which uh, a writer with a great deal of journalism experience uh, tackles the story of uh, a murder that occurred in West Virginia a few decades ago. She tries to unwrap the mystery and the the gauze of years that is around the the unknowable, uh, around the deaths of these women. But she also weaves in her own personal narrative, her experience with the region, why she first moved there, and her struggles with her own identity and her place uh, in the context of gender. It's a really interesting way of 
making the stories of the past come to life by making them personal. It's a new strategy that I think a lot of true crime narratives are engaging with these days. I think there are ways in which it can be done unethically, in which the focus becomes the writer and, and the story that they want to tell versus the victims of the past. But I don't think uh, this author has done that. I think this was a sensitive and thoughtful reviving of a story that was half forgotten. And her exploration of her own sense of self and the ways that some things haven't changed in the relations between men and women really made this story memorable. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.